0: Good fucking morrow, everybody! This is the Darker Side of Midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer and board-up of The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. With me, as always, he is the executive producer of The Other Side of Midnight. Overnight news anchor and news hour contributor, Alex Barnard, is here. Oh! And also joining me, associate producer, telephone talent coordinator, overnight sports anchor, the runway model, Kenny's here. Hey! It is Monday, April 17th. I had to look at the the clock to see the date. Monday, April 17th. It is 5.15 in the morning. This is the Darker Side of Midnight, where we talk about what Frank Morano talked about earlier this morning, last night, whatever you want to call it, on the other side of midnight. So if you listen to this, you also want to listen to the other side of Midnight with Frank Morano for the same date of April 17th. Now, Frank, last Friday, went to a Bruce Springsteen concert, which is a pretty hot ticket. No shit. No matter matter who you are, it is a hot ticket. Yeah. And look, I'm not the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan. I would go to a Bruce concert. Me too. Happily. Happily. I uh, definitely would. Yeah, Frank had good seats, floor seats, very close. I I, I wanted. I have fu- never had floor seats. I have. I forgot to ask him if um, Bruce sweat on him, but I don't know if they were that close.
1: Nah. I mean, by the way he said, like described, they probably weren't that close. But they definitely had nice seats. Bro. Yeah, they they were pretty yeah, it close. Yeah,
0: That shit was probably like a grand at least. Well, here's the thing. I've I've had floor seats before. And unless you're sitting in like the first I want to say ten rows. If you're not in the first ten, you might as well get seats that are like a little bit up. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Because if you're far back, it does you're still far back. It's mm. it's not the same. Cause when I saw when I saw KISS in nineteen ninety six, which was the first leg of the reunion tour at, uh, I believe it was at Nassau Coliseum, I had floor seats in, like, row 25. And it was like... And it was like I was far away. And, I, I, and you couldn't... Could you, like, see? Yeah, I could see them, but... but it's better to have the elevation. I been, if I would have been on the side yeah, and a little bit up, and I would have been closer that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've sat in seats that were up a level on the side or a little bit further back, and you're up a little bit... And that was fine. I I was okay with that. Yeah. Uh, in in different concerts, I don't think I've ever been like, right in like the first or second row. Not for a concert. The only times that I was in the I was in the fifth and sixth rows when I went to wrestling pay per views. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm trying to figure out if I if I'm going to be, like, floor seats for this new for this show that I'm going to see in a in a couple months. Where is I might be Irving Plaza. No, but that might. But Irving
1: Plaza isn't that big. Actually, I stand corrected. I was right by the, right on the stage, practically, like right in front of the stage the first yeah. row at Leonard Skinnerd at the Westbury Theater on Long Island. Oh. Oh, that must have been fun. And I touched, and Ricky Medlock came over and I like grabbed his arm and he let me like, Oh my hold God. Hold his arm. <laughs> I grabbed his What Fanboy, dude, dude, I was like, I want to say I was like bum, bum, bing, eleven oh or God. twelve. I never understood that whole thing of
0: like, well, no, touching I them. I shouldn't say that because I did that too. Once. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I touched? Who? Gene. No, it was it was at a concert, but it wasn't somebody. It wasn't one of the performers of the concert. So I, it was it <laughs> was. Was it the it security, security guard? Was, no. Well, the security guard did touch me, but I'm going to tell you. <laughs> It was in yeah. 1987. Oh, God. Beastie Boys run DMC. Yeah. Me and my friends were sitting there, and we were like, I don't know, in the 200s, wherever we were. We weren't really It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't the greatest. And we realized below us, in the same section, but like maybe like 10 rows down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mike Tyson. Really? The champ. Whoa, really? Oh, yeah. Shit. shit, dude. So we're like, yo, we got to run down. We got to go see Mike. We got to see Mike. So yeah, we, we jumped go down Mike. there, but the thing is everybody around him is bothering him because it's mike tyson just sitting in the crowd oh. wasn't in the front row wasn't backstage nothing just sitting there and just as we're jumping down and i'm right standing at the row at the end of the row where they're coming out mike is coming out he's really? standing next to me so oh, i slapped shit. him on, hey what's up mike and i went to give him a little pat on the back and the and the security just slapped my hand away. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's fuck. It and was then, but funny. Yeah, slapped my hand away. And then they announced <laughs> that Mike was at the concert. So eventually he did go backstage. But then we're walking out of the concert, and he's walking right in front of us really? on the street. We're outside Madison Square Garden, dude. And he's right there on the street. I'm like, yo, it's Mike Tyson. And his bodyguard like turned around and was like, shh, because he didn't want anybody. <laughs> to, you know, they didn't want a crowd. Yo, that's... that's funny. That man. is
1: one guy I would not want to piss off. Oh God! Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, what's at up, a Mike?" I was like, "What's up, Mike?" Like, dude, like all the people heckling him around <laughs> him, fuck. No, that. they weren't
0: heckling. He was the champ, but like, man. Oh, Mike,
1: Mike, like saying shit, dude. I back- would not want to bother. This that is
0: guy. when he was the champ in 1987. Hell yeah! Fuck. So everybody loved Mike Tyson back then. That must then. have been. That must have been awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was kind of cool. I was like, "Oh, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson." That is. Cool. So I can't say I didn't tie. Now I go, hey, I don't understand when people touch it, but I did the same thing. But I was. Dude, because it, it's, like, different when you're, like, saying it. Like, yeah. oh, I would never do that. But then when you're right there, you're like, holy I mean, shit. Well, I wouldn't do it now, but, like, yeah, when you're yeah. 15, 16, yeah, 11. Yeah, I was, like, 12, yeah. Yeah, I can understand. like cause Debbie, was,
2: Debbie, yeah.
0: Because I always see that, like, at wrest- when I watch wrestling and, like, the wrestlers walk out. Mm-hmm. Or even when they're in the middle of a match and something happens on the outside... And the people in the front row, like, they touch them. They go to touch the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what are they doing? Why are you touching somebody? It's weird. Yeah, well, well, but, the, I, you know, when you're it, – it's weird for an older person to do it. Well it's
1: not actually, that weird for a kid to do it. To make the comparison to pro sports, Green Bay is famous for the Lambeau Leap. Yeah, but like that's – Like, the player goes that's into the crowd different. and everybody slaps uh, him. Yeah, but like, that's – Touches uh, his helmet. Well,
0: that's different because they're patting him for a good job, like – that's what yeah. you do like, your team. But, at. like, you're like yeah, yeah, if you're, you're a fan, you, know. you,
1: want to touch, oh, of course. you want to touch the player. But like, it's
0: different, though. It's, of course. Like, it's the just Lambo just the player.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Well, now I'm, like, freaking out because now I'm, like, did oh, I even God. buy tickets for this fucking Alex thing? Alex is scrambling God. his so, email. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, <laughs> what show is this? This is for a group that I really love called Dark Angel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you talk about Yeah, I knew
0: Blaze was going to be like. No, no, no. What is No one's going to know who it is.
2: Dark Angel? Dark Angel. They're one of the. They came up with the same scene as Metallica. Yeah, oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: so I um, yeah, when I, I was back with twenty twenty rows back when I saw Kiss, mm-hmm. and it, like I said, it wasn't that great. I've also since nineteen ninety seven vowed never ever to go to a stadium concert really? ever again because I went and saw U uh, two, and that was on the um Pop Mart tour mm. and Pop Mart yeah what year is that 1997 and it's is in Giant Stadium and I'm sitting literally on the opposite side of the stage like Dude. all the way on the other side same thing and the whole time I'm looking at Bono at the screen cause I can't yes. see him cause he's the fucking size of a dot yup and I'm looking at him and I'm going "What is? The, what are those big giant dots these big lights Behind him, like it's like flashing lights. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at Bono, and I'm going, "What the fuck is those flashing lights behind him?" I can't, I, I don't, I see it on the screen, mm-hmm. but when I actually look at the guy, I don't see anything.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I realize what it was. It's was the it? individual pixels of the big screen behind Bono. So that's uh, how far you know what I'm saying. That's how so fucking far away, away you I was that I didn't even realize behind him was the big screen. And they, you know, it's showing him, but right. all you see is like a pixel, bro. Because the, the that's scene insane. is a jumbotron.
1: I totally agree with you. It was I will the worst. never, I will never do that again. Last summer, my yeah. mom and I went to City Field. Yeah, we were pretty much in the left field seats.
0: Right, and where was saw, the stage? This is the
1: this is the crew tour, right? This was the Motley Crew. The stage was like near, like where like home plate is almost, like you know, all and you're the left way field. back. And we were left field, so we were far as yeah. shit. So same thing. I'm looking at the big screen to see Motley Crue, Joan Jett, Poison, and Def Leppard, and uh, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah, I'm just watching a big screen. I can't even see who's who. Yeah. Then and when they got smoking shit, oh, like Motley Crue smoked it out, I'm like, dude, I can't even see. Yeah. I tell you, Callie went to that show, right? Really? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. She was at that show
2: with her mom. It, it was, was a
1: great show, but I just couldn't see them. Yeah, it was I, her birthday present. That's cool. I've yeah.
0: been to I have been to other stadium concerts before that. Like I saw Genesis twice. At Giant Stadium, I think that was that mm-hmm. the, I think that's the only other concert I went. Oh no, no, Bon Jovi was at the Meadowlands, but in the whatever arena it was called. I don't know; they like changed the name yeah. so many yeah. times. It was in the arena, but I think concert-wise, I believe that was the only three concerts that I went to at Giant Stadium. And Genesis, we sat like on the side. No, that's not true because I saw Guns N' Roses, Deep Purple, and Aerosmith. Oh, that's cool. At, giant stadium that yeah and that was also on the side so that's so not as up. bad it wasn't as bad as on the total opposite end of the stage so bad. it was the worst and that's why after that and i was in 1997 i said never again will i ever go to a stadium concert yeah, I've been yeah to it sounds bad a bunch of concerts after that and they've all been in like arenas.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, because even like, if you're on
0: the opposite side of the arena, right, you like could a, still see the person. Yeah,
1: like, like a hot, like UBS hockey arena. Yeah, hockey arenas are nice. Like I saw, I saw um, Genesis as well, and they were right. really good seats. Like, like it I was, saw, it was solid.
0: I was on the opposite side when I saw uh, Rob Zombie and Ozzy. Now I think right. it's an 07. Oh, that must have been a in good a in show. stadium or in no, an arena. No, Madison Square Garden, that, and then, yes, that, that was good. like on the oh. opposite side. And I was like, "Oh, this is fine. This was cool." That's what I was yeah. going to
2: ask. I was like, "So wait is, is MSG in an arena or a stadium? Because no. like I've always I've always thought it was like it's an arena. Okay, arena. it's an arena. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, Madison Square Garden in the middle of the city. Well, I." I thought, I well, what what is the difference? Like, well, well, no, but uh, what is
2: like the technical difference between well, a stadium so, and a, think, an well, arena? Think about the it's size of
0: the football. Way less compact. Yeah, think about the size oh. of a football stadium. Yeah, and yeah. how many people you could fit in there? And like at an arena, you're fitting maybe like fifteen thousand people, if that. Yeah, like, right. Like, Twelve thousand, okay. yeah, something sure. like that.
1: Well, f- for like Nassau Coliseum,
0: how many could that Which should.
1: was not even built to be a hockey stadium, right? At the time when it was built, but. It was amazing because of how compact it was. Right. Like, it was only it only fit, like, almost 10,000. Like, it wasn't even reaching barely the league minimum sure. for fans. Really? And, like, it was a fucking—you've been there, the Coliseum. It's a yeah. great place yeah, for a concert because it's so
0: yeah, compact so, feeling. So, MSG capacity is 20,789. Yeah. So, Natrium, let's see. Pretty sure it's, like,
1: 10,700. What is it? That's it? think so.
0: Wow. Let me see. Coliseum. I got to spell Coliseum. I, <laughs> I'm in the same boat, though. I saw capacity. Kiss at MSG. You could be wrong, but.
2: I saw Kiss at MSG and then Slayer at MSG, and both oh, of those shows were all right. fucking
0: so unbelievable. so Nassau Coliseum, ho- hockey capacity? Yeah. 13,900. 13. Okay.
1: Yeah, which is still on the very low end for the National Hockey League. Right. For their, like, standards of attendance and, like, fans or whatever, capacity-wise.
0: Right. So let's say MetLife Stadium capacity. Mm-hmm is... 40, right? 82,000. Jeez. So yeah, not yeah. even close. Yeah, so yeah you right. See, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, It's so
1: much bigger where if you have a bad seat, you're fucked.
0: Right, but, but yeah. it's probably, that's, I mean, it just has capacity, but like as a, for a concert, it's going to be a, like a, I don't know how many less, because yeah. it's like behind the stage. Remember yeah. the, the stadium seating all around. Right. So behind the stage, there's not going to be anybody or there's mm-hmm. going to be like, you know, 100 people. Sure. Yeah. Because some you, well, somebody will want to sit back, but they do close off at a certain point.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you want to be able to actually see the show,
0: right? You know what?
1: Must have been a freaking sick show that my whole family went to. The last concert at Shea Stadium was Billy Joel and Paul McCartney.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, right. that must yeah, that must have been, really been cool. pretty sick. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been to a baseball stadium for a concert, but uh, same. So, so Frank went to. It was at the. Um, uh, Bruce Springsteen was at the, uh, in Newark, the Prudential Center.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's supposed to be nice. So, all
1: right, and
0: it's pretty new. It's only yeah. a few years old. That is supposed I to be a there, great place.
1: I went there, like, six months ago to see yeah. Godsmack. It was pretty sick.
0: Yeah, so... It's a good stadium. Nice. So, you know, I wasn't surprised. I didn't think Frank was going to come back and be like, oh, my God, I'm the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan ever. Yeah. I can't, I got to get him on the show. Like, I didn't expect... Have you ever to heard happen? how
2: sad the lyrics are to "Hungry Heart"? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I looked at, I looked at the set list. Honestly, I think I knew one or two songs, and one of them wasn't even a Bruce song. Yeah.
1: Actually, Patty, two of them the Patty were. Patti Smith.
0: Cover. Well, not yeah. Well, well, Patty the Patty Smith cover of um, "Because of the Night," yeah. Bruce wrote.
1: Right, he wrote that.
0: Most of it. Forgot about that. Right, yeah, but he, she,
1: she like made. She famous. finished it. Yeah,
0: because that was a throwaway, and and what's his face. um... The guy from Interscope, um, that Interscope. was cool. So he doesn't even know. The fucking the guy, um, Dr. Dre's partner in beats, the guy from oh, Interscope Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is. I
2: thought it, I thought Dr. Dre was just the one who who found Interscope. Not it was him and someone
0: else. Yeah, so I just said the guy who found. I didn't know Interscope it was him and someone else with Dr. Dre. You just oh you didn't know it was no him I didn't else. I didn't know I thought it was just Dr. Dre. He's a big record. Um, he was on America He was a judge on American Idol. What the fuck's the guy's name? gonna kill me if i don't know his name interscope records owner it well oh now it's no the guy who started it, i'm jimmy Iovine. You.
1: yes okay i've heard oh that. yeah jimmy yeah, Iovine. Yes,
0: i know that name yeah, yeah he just, he he was the one yep that that told bruce he said hey can can i have that song you could bruce like started it and finish it and he goes can i have it for patty and he goes bruce goes yeah you can have it yeah he's yeah. <laughs> So you
1: only so, you so knew, I knew that
0: one and I knew Night Shift. They covered Night Shift by the Commodore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I that on the that. list. So
2: what yeah. else were they playing? Like n-
1: none a, of the a hits. Bunch of,
0: no, then they did all I knew well, all the did. encore. That no no. I knew all of the encores because there's seven encores. Yeah, eight, oh, yeah. eight encores. You have
1: to actually. be like a fan to like So I knew all know. of the
0: encores. I didn't know beside those two songs. I, I knew maybe one or two. Of the yeah. other Springsteen songs, honestly. See,
2: I'll I'll say this: like I I would go to a Springsteen concert if I was right. invited. Yeah, but I would go too, but I wouldn't seek it out. Absolutely not, only because it's just it's so like for three to four hours for it to be a bunch of songs that I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Would be really right, well, tough to watch. And I <laughs> right.
0: I never understood the Springsteen fandom. Like I never got it. Like I had friends that were big Springsteen fans. Yeah. And even then, I just didn't get it. I was like, all right, I I know the hits. They're good songs. You know, like the hits that mostly came off of Born in the USA, like that record. I knew, honestly, Hungry Heart. Like I knew Hungry Heart, I knew the song, but didn't know it was a Springsteen song until I actually bought Bruce Springsteen's greatest hits. Yeah, I couldn't, I didn't know it was a Springsteen song until I I started working here. Yeah, I had no idea. Right. I, I didn't know until I was a DJ, and I bought Springsteen's Greatest Hits because I had to have that, and then I realized there's more like that people ask me for all the time, so I bought the live, it's like 75 to 78 live album, so I bought that. Yeah, that's like so I do that. know songs, other, you know, I know a little less popular song, but, not, but still like hits. I would definitely you know what I mean? go because... Do You know, I'm I'm a
1: pretty yeah. big Bruce fan just because of my dad and my uncle. So yeah. I would definitely. Well, if you, go, yeah, if you
0: heard all the records like, being played in your house, you're gonna know the songs yeah. just from being around. I, I I really didn't. I mean, my. That's I how, get you though. That's though, how the whole I knew hype thing. Right, but that that's how I knew Billy Joel songs, because besides having like Greatest Hits volumes one and two, even before that, my <laughs> friend and when I was in high school was a big G, Billy Joel fan, mm-hmm. and we used to play like his first like live album from like the 70s. So I knew Yeah, I knew I knew a lot of the songs because of that. Um so that's how I knew like Captain Jack like cuz it's yeah. on that record. Otherwise I wouldn't have known those songs. And songs in the attic by the way? Songs in the attic, yeah. Yeah, that was partially recorded at Toad's place in New Haven. Oh really? At Toad's? Yeah. yeah, if you <laughs> go in Toad's funny. place, I don't know if it's still there, but when I went there, you know, this is going back almost <laughs> over 30 years ago. They used to have a, a mural in the back painted with the album cover, really? and it said like it was rec- like one or two songs were recorded at Toad's place. That's cool. That's yeah. really I don't cool. know if they made the record, but I know it, there is a thing about it mm-hmm. that it oh, was song it was recorded there. So Frank comes away from Springsteen kind of the way I figured he would. Like he had a good time. It was okay, but he could he could say I crossed it off my bucket list. I'm like, dude, it was never on your bucket list. Yeah, yeah. To go To Springsteen, don't because, lie because. You turned it down once already. Yeah, that you were invited, and they gave it for your birthday, which I never understood that. And that's not Frank's fault. I don't understand giving somebody a birthday gift that you think they're gonna want because you like it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. So well, somebody, yeah. somebody sure. was like, "Hey Frank, I'm gonna take you to Springsteen for your birthday," and he's going, "I don't want to go." Yeah, I don't, to yeah, Springsteen I don't for really want. <laughs> <birthday." laughs> okay, well, yeah, but you know what yes, I mean. I don't get right. that. Yeah. So he did turn it down the first time, whenever that was. And now this time he's like, all right, I'll go. And like I said, it's a hot ticket. There were four seats, there were good seats. Dude, and he, he was said free. he enjoyed himself.
1: And it was free for him.
0: Yeah, and he didn't have to pay for it, which is even better. But then he was like, he goes, so everyone's standing. He goes, I don't know why they have seats because everybody stands, which is true at big concerts, especially when you're singing along, do a fast paced mm-hmm. song. Everybody stands up, you're dancing around, you're having a good time. And then Frank goes, I didn't want to sit because I don't want to be the only idiot not sitting uh, standing. So he goes, Finally, he goes, I saw a guy who looked like he had to be about 80 years old <laughs> sit down so that I was able to sit down because now I wasn't the only guy sitting. Dude, and I'm like, you had oh a, my God. an 80 year old had to sit first for you. To sit, like, I don't just even... sit down, bro. First of all, either I would have just sat down or I would have remained standing. Yeah, and he time. said after
1: four or five songs,
0: that's right. when you chose oh, to sit? Y- yeah. Bro,
1: you're sitting <laughs> you're the just whole getting... time while you're Which waiting mean... for it to start. Right. You're just getting started at four or five. Yeah. Right,
0: but, that, all, but that also means that you can't see anything. Because all, if someone's standing up in front of you... Yeah. You can't see, because if you're on the floor, it's hard enough to see anyway. Mm-hmm. And if you're sitting, you're definitely not seeing anything but the ba- but the backs of the people's heads standing in front of you. Oh, yeah. Hell who man. were probably standing the entire time because where Frank was, those were definitely huge Springsteen fans.
1: Oh, easily. Because
0: he said they were probably shelling out $1,000 per ticket. And yeah. people that are just casual fans aren't spending $1,000 per ticket. So he was just kind of like, yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. I don't want to say it. Well, of course, he, he doesn't want to say he didn't because he'll know he'll get a lot of shit for it. If he says he didn't have a good time. The truth is he has to. The truth is he didn't.
2: Dude, I just You don't think he had a good time? He probably had an okay time. I bet you Frank Very mildly okay. Frank
0: would've had the same amount of fun at a Springsteen concert or a Springsteen cover band concert. Yeah. Like a Springsteen tribute yeah, band he, where I mean, some guy dresses up and sounds exactly like Bruce, he would have the same amount of fun.
1: Yeah, because he doesn't really know the difference because he doesn't care about the music. So it's no. like, for him, he's like, whatever. Like, this guy probably doesn't even know, like, Badlands or, like, no. Thunder Road, but he knows Shatner's greatest hits album
0: <laughs> and every might, song on it. He might know Thunder Road. I doubt he would know Badlands. Uh-huh. I, I was one of the songs that I did know. I know yeah. Badlands. But, um... Yeah, I, I, the hits, <laughs> I think he knew. And he was yeah. also talking about how, like, like, and I, I was looking at the list, and there was a song, uh, the first song, Local mm-hmm. Hero, yeah. and it actually said on the set list, haven't played in concert since 2013. So, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So they cha- I guess he changes. I know I've heard that he changes a few songs here and there. I like that. Like, every concert, it's never the same concert twice. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing was he was right. He said Jersey Girl, which was one of the encores. Yeah. They hadn't played live since 2016.
1: Yeah, because he said Bruce, Bruce's voice. Right. He wasn't, you I guess he's not notes. as confident in
0: it. Right. Which is understandable. Fair. Yeah. He's like, 70-something. Cause like cause 73, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, g- listen, the fact that he's out there at 73 and he looks in great shape. Oh, Yeah. And and you look at some of these other guys. Oh, look at Vince Neal. Oh, my. God. Vince Neal. can't even fucking sing and looks like shit. Bro, Axel. Axel is axel axel like. Axel, he just looks. Like, axel, you know what, Axel? I was I posted a picture horrible. on Facebook of Axel a couple of weeks ago. I go, when the fuck did Axel Rose turn into meatloaf? Dude, literally, oh, he looks and, exactly and he sounds like, like fucking Mickey
2: now. Mouse now. Yeah, like he's, he's, he Welcome the to the jungle. Yeah. He's that's
0: terrible. Yeah, he kind of yeah. does
2: sound like Mickey Mouse now. I, like, I just can't, oh, man. man. It's like, why
1: don't these guys hang it up after a certain point? It's like, you know what it is. Well, like, come on, GNR should have fucking hung it up. Yeah. Well, like, they should have. No I mean, they they did, and then it was like, yeah. hey, I mean, cha ching. Yeah, that's there's why. There's no fucking. Right. Well, but
2: that's there's n- there's the no money Albums. Is... There's for GNR. There's been no Chinese democracy. It, well, that's already two thousand. We don't really. We don't really count that
0: one. Yeah, because that was the, the the record, the Guns and Roses record, axel was working on for like fifteen years. Yeah, At that point, that? I think the. And most... then when it came out, no one give, was gave that a like shit. Twenty ten. When the twenty seven. Two thousand seven. When came out. Yeah, yeah, but he'd been working like, on it since ninety five or something. Yeah. Shit like and that. It, it by After the way they Slash left. It was
2: at that point the most I think it was like the most expensive album to ever be recorded. Yeah, because it took really? forever. Yeah, it was like fifteen million dollars or something like that. Yeah, I mean to make I, a I, stupid remember, fucking record like that.
1: Oh
0: my I saw Guns N' Roses at Giant Stadium when they filmed the Paradise City video. Yeah,
1: you were that was the which prime.
0: was. Oh yeah. I mean they weren't even as big. I mean they were they opened. For Deep Purple and Aerosmith, yeah, wow. they weren't even the headline. They weren't even the second band. That's... They were the opener. They only had one record. That's they crazy. They only had Appetite for Destruction, at that which point. was like
1: huge oh, it was a monster,
0: them. monster. That's record. sick, though. And I just remember Axel on stage, and if you watch that video, there's it's it's uh, filmed in different spots, but the giant stadium concert axel's wearing like a white leather outfit yeah and, yeah yeah and they do show them walking around the city there's a shot of them in front of cbgb's in the video huh. but at that concert people were throwing their sneakers at axel really yeah and he was like what the fuck who's throwing their fucking shoes at me like he was like all oh, pissed off <laughs> It was oh, kinda yeah, funny. yeah. Dude, what douchebag.
2: <laughs> he's always he's always he's well, he's well, but he Axel's was... always kicking people out for shit though. Yeah, really? and, and he's yeah, known yeah. for that. Someone so when when he and Slash were like on the outs for a while, he was like, I think someone was wearing like a Slash t-shirt in one of his at, at a GNR concert and he was like, "Get that guy out of here." Are are you like, serious? Yeah, yeah. He fucking threw this. Yeah. yeah like, fuck? "Give me
0: your shirt and get the fuck out of but my the, concert." Yeah, but the thing was like even when he was touring <laughs> his Guns N' Roses and it was just him, it's like, "Who the fuck cares?" It, it's so true. I've had people say that about other other artists or bands where that's like the lead singer and like a backup band and they go, you know what these musicians are good enough that they can play just like the the real players oh yeah. sure yeah. fuck cares that, dude that's fair he's
2: got they, they got some real like like lesser known people who are crazy like big oh, in the yeah. guitar world 100 like percent fucking bucket head. Was, is, like, considered one of the greatest guitarists of all time. There's Ron a lot Fall, of- Ron Fall, Bumblefoot, he's, like, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. And these are just, like, people who, like, they're not super famous, but for guitar players, they're, they're like, fucking huge. They're mm.
0: session players, which are probably better than a lot of the bands because they're, like, I'm not to say that bands aren't real music, but these guys are, like, They prodigies. record with everybody. They're prodigies. Yeah. Right, right. And right, I, knew, right. I knew this girl I used to work with, and her fiancé was a backup- player now listen to this and i didn't know this existed until she told me and this guy he would tour with mm-hmm. he toured with ozzy and really? he toured with what's his name i don't know his name but he oh. but because you're not gonna know him oh yeah. And i'm gonna tell you why he toured with ozzy and he toured with van halen wow and he was the backup like bass player now i don't mean really? that if if the bass player like 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 when if Wolfgang went down, he would fill in. No, 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 no. If Wolfgang ran too far where his bass and the and the the you know the um the wireless got oh, disconnected. Yeah. I've heard about yes. He was a guy that actually played along under the stage and his amp would kick in really? if Wolfgang's wireless went out. And yeah. this guy also played guitar for Ozzy. The same thing, really, under the stage. So if the other guitarist guitar went out, there was somebody always playing.
1: How did it? How does it like? It know? just automatically it just kicks,
0: kicks in. Triggers? Okay. Yeah,
1: it'll just, it just kick in. And you did? Did he get paid good for that?
0: Fuck yeah!
1: Really? That's Hell yes. yeah,
0: man! They get paid a. Fortune. That's crazy. I knew a guy when I was in school. This guy, he's a session drummer. I think I don't know if I told you guys this. His name was Robin Dimaggio, and this hmm. guy, he was the guy who actually played on the Bangles record. Yes, you told me all about this Yeah, guy. For Manic Monday and Walk Like an Egyptian, yeah. this guy played on the record. This kid was 15 years old. You did wow. Robin it. DiMaggio. That's pretty And strange. his father was a big like conductor. I don't remember what his name, his father's name was. But this kid was a drumming prodigy. And he was called on by Prince because remember Prince produced the Bangles. Sure. And he said, he goes, I walked into the studio. I'm 15. He never played on a record yet. Mm-hmm. He said Prince. He goes, and he held his hand, like, really low. He goes, Prince is this, this tall to me, like, below <laughs> his, like, up to his chest, maybe. And he said Prince walked up to him and looked at him in the eye, and was like, they're like face-to-face, and Prince goes, I heard you bad. Meaning, like, he yeah, 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 he goes, yeah. I heard you bad. And he's like, all right, let's see what you got. And he said he was the one who played on the record for Manic Monday and Walking to the e- Egyptian. That's not the Bengals. awesome. He became a session drummer. He did the beat for Soul to Soul Back to Life, yeah. which then came, became, he went into the studio, cause he was he was a session drummer. So his manager, whoever would call him up and go, all right, you got a session. He wouldn't tell him who. He right. told him, don't tell me you. I just want to go to the studio and be surprised That's... at who it is. He yeah. goes, I'm in LA, I go into the studio. He goes, on, this is the story that he told, so again, this is, I don't know right. if it's true, his word. but this was his, what he told, this is what he said. He said he walked into the studio, on the console of the studio, on the top was an Uzi. Behind the board is Dr. Dre. What okay? he goes out from a puff of smoke, Snoop, and he goes, "Can you play?" He goes, "Hey man, can you play that little soul to soul beat you did?" And he played the beat, and he goes, "I ah, can you can you can you slow it down a little? Slow it down." He I, I I can you do this? You know I I cool all right Dre, and then Dr. Dre sampled it. Yeah. And that became the backbone of gin and juice. That's cool. That's Dude, really what cool. A,
1: what a fucking
0: gig for that guy to have. I, then I'm like, jealous.
1: oh, don't don't tell me. Just I want to be surprised by, give the, me another one. by the A-list celeb that's gonna be there. Then he
0: goes, he goes, like, I got called to the studio, didn't know who it was. He goes, Out from a puff of smoke comes Willie Nelson. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he said, and Willie Nelson told him to play a simple like Ding chat, ding chat, ding chat, ding chat. Like simple Mm -hmm. beat, he played it, and Willie went no 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 no. More, it's got to be straighter. He was swinging too much, right? And he said because he was an R and B session drummer. Mm. So Willie, he 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 was playing what he played. He goes Willie heard it, and he ended up not playing on any Willie's songs, because Willie can hear it, and Willie just felt it wasn't right. Mm. And that was it. He didn't get paid. You know, he didn't, he didn't play on a record. Oh, wow. He went on tour. He was a touring drummer. So he toured with artists. He toured. He goes, I was on tour with New Kids on the Block. Hey, and wow. And like 1990. Cool. Listen to this, though. This is the best. He goes, I didn't play a single note. He said, everything was recorded. It was, really? He goes, I, he goes, I had pads on my drums, and I pretended to play. So I really? looked like I was playing, but I was hitting the pads. He goes, for five grand a week, I hit pads all day. Dude, that's the to tour with new kids on the block. Yeah, that's freaking wild. And that I'll, is wild. So, like, there is a lot of these musicians that people don't know about, and they can just get replaced. Look, we talk about it with Kiss because it wasn't so much that replaced Ace Frehley and Peter Criss. It was that they're wearing their makeup. Right. right. That's the difference. No, if they weren't wearing their makeup or they had their own characters, nobody would give a shit. Well, they did technically replace them in the, like, 70s and 80s. Yeah, but they had no makeup or their own makeup with Eric Carr and Vinnie Vincent. Well, They had their own makeup. I'm going more, like, on the record when they were still, tr- like, for, on, yeah, but for nobody, like, Unmasked,
2: but, for example, yeah, when but they nobody, were trying to pass it even off. Even
0: before that, No, they, they they didn't play. There was a lot of shit or that Dynasty. didn't play on. And Peter didn't play on even before that. Going back to Kiss Alive 2, Ace didn't play on anything except for Rocket Ride on the the fourth side, which is original music. Because Alive 2, three sides were live. The fourth side on the album, side four, was new recorded stuff. And Ace Frehley didn't play on any of the songs Hmm. except for his one song he didn't play yeah. on anything. Really? I remember. I think the first yeah.
2: time they did that with him was with uh, Flaming Youth on um, Destroyer, which is Ace's own yeah. song, and he didn't fa- and he didn't play the solo.
0: Yeah, and Peter didn't play. And and what does you know, What's fucking? What's his name? Played the guy who used to play in um, in Letterman's band, the drummer Anton Anton, Anton, Anton Fig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anton yes. Fig played on
2: Kiss records. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and he's a good drummer too.
0: And I think, uh, not Bruce Kulick. Who's the other the other one? His his brother. But- Bob? Bob, who died. Yeah. Yeah. He played on Kiss Records. There. Oh, yeah. He
2: did. He did. Right. Yeah. They yes. both
0: played on Kiss Records. Well, yeah. Oh, no, Bruce sh- well, no shit. Bruce was their guitarist. Yeah. But I mean, in the 80s. But yeah, uh, it wasn't so much that they got replaced. It was because of the makeup. Because look, Bon Jovi, and I told you, John Bon Jovi is the only one on the contract. Yeah. They wrote the Him and Richie wrote the songs. But when they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Richie was there, they inducted another dude who also is, was, has been in the band and been playing with Bon Jovi for, like, 20-something years. Yeah. That you don't even know the guy's name. Right. But well, he's that, just, like, there.
1: That's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, like, the original members or the members that you... Remember know, when they got
0: popular. They're
1: iconic, you know? Like, right. okay, a guy may have even better skill than they do, but, like, they're not him, you know? Right. Like, the
0: guy that you know and that you've come to love, like, as a member of the band. And that's why... And that's why... Exactly. And that's why it's Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Yeah, Bruce <laughs> can go and play by himself. Yeah, without he the E, and he does. Like he did with without the... the E Street Band. Yeah, and the E Street Band is played without Bruce. Mm-hmm. True. So they could do it without him, but it's something different when it's Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Yeah, because that's what you've come to know: Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Right. right. It's the same thing: Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. There's a reason why. Nick Cave why. and the Bad Seeds. Oh yeah, we all know them.
2: <laughs> Come on, you know that you feeds... should know who Nick Cave is. If I heard Who's a song, you know? you've heard of you. you for Who's, sure the, at least Ken, heard who of Nick Cave, Cave. Is? You know, I Red White. Uh, is that Nick Cave's Red, brother? N- no, you know, Red Right Hand from it's in, it's in the Scream movie. Red Right it's, Hand. It's the new Scream movie. No, the original one. It's oh, the really? it's like the. uh, um, it, uh it goes. Uh, it's called Red Right Hand. Look, I don't know. Look, I mean, like I
0: said, I might know it when I heard it. Here, I'll, I well, know, I'll play a little. I don't know who it portion is. of it. Oh,
1: it goes like twinkle twinkle.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know which which. Red, which one is right? It I've always heard ah. the guy's name, but I mean he's like. You
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> the was it? Like,
2: you don't know this? Nope. Um, it's it, it's in the screen. Is it in old? The, is
1: this like when I- like yeah, 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 Courtney Cox is like, 90... like walking or some shit? I think so. No, like, no, no. No, like, no, no. This, like, we're it, on the, we're it... live on the scene of No, I'm pretty no, 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 no. sure
2: that, I'm pretty sure she plays that like in the in the first scene in the movie when like uh, uh when it's um Is that Drew, Drew Barrymore? Barrymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah, like yeah. Drew Barrymore She's is She's making about... popcorn. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the song that's like playing in the background when Could like be. when um Ghostface like right, right. calls her or whatever. Yeah, I wanna mm. see the new one. Yeah, me too.
0: I it, do too. It looks pretty good. But they do look good. And I didn't watch the Scream T V show, which looked pretty good. Did yeah. you watch uh, it? Did, no, it,
1: I thought it looked kinda stupid. Yeah, like kinda corny.
0: I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I you know, all these things that I would have watched and I don't like I didn't watch the Scream T V show. I didn't watch the Chucky Child Play TV show. Oh. But there's like four seasons. I haven't even Fuck watched that. any of the Chucky movies at all. Yeah, really? know what I just yeah, you started get watching stupider and stupid. No, what I just it I told I told Ken this last week. I started watching Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Yellow Jackets. Yeah. I didn't know. I I mean, I saw the advertising. I didn't. And Christina Ricci's in it. And basically, here's what it's about. It. Anyone wants to see a cool show? It's a thriller. It's about this girls' soccer team. They're like in high school and they win states and they go into nationals. And their plane crashes and they survive in the wilderness.
1: Whoa.
0: For, for, you, for you find out for a year and a half. But it goes back and forth between. When they were in the wilderness to the present, yeah. Because a lot of stuff happens, and you find out like who made it and who didn't, and what they did in the wilderness. Kind of, kind of turns into a. That sounds cool. Like I check a, it out. What's it called? Um, Survival. Right yeah. or no? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like... thinking of what's the Lord of the Flies kind of a thing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh oh yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. And what's it? Juliette Lewis is in it also. That's cool. Okay. And uh, Christina Ricci. Yeah, I'm trying to think. If there's any other big names? Oh, the what's her face? I can Her name is Melanie. I don't. Know. I forget her last name. She was in. Um, she plays Rose on Two and a Half Men. You know oh, what I'm you... talking Didn't
1: about? Didn't you watch no, that? I, no, you never, I never watched. watched... No, you know. Watched. You watched. You know. I watched a little bit of it.
0: Uh, I... She was also in the um, the what's it called series, the Stephen King, um, TV show. What is it? Eleven twenty two sixty three or no 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 no. no. Stephen King, it's based on Stephen King novels. What's Stephen King's uh, production? It's like something Castle. Oh. uh, Look it up. Let me see. Uh, I can't think of it right now. Yeah. she's. they they did a TV show, and she's in the show. If you saw her, you might know who she is. But her big role was she was on Two and a Half Men for a lot of, most of the, the show. He has 15 limited series. There's Castle Rock. Yeah, Castle Rock. Okay. The
1: stand. Yeah, she's in Haven. No, no, she's in she's
0: in Castle Rock. She actually plays.
2: Oh, I feel like I know Castle Rock. Yeah, yeah.
0: She she actually plays. uh, What's her face? The Kathy Bates character from Misery.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she
0: plays a younger version of her. Hmm. That's interesting. Younger. Yeah, yeah. That's what Castle Rock is about. It's about like a lot of the Stephen King characters. That's or cool. in the TV show. It's actually a pretty good show. That does sound cool. So mm-hmm. I watched it. It was only like, I think it's uh, two or three seasons. I watched it like way afterwards. But anyway, this Yellow Jacket, it's one of those cool shows. You will like. You know what it reminds me of? Like the intro, it's like old VHS, and the music sounds like something that would have been out of American Horror Story. Like that's how it sounds. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to
2: love it then. And you'll like it. I'm going to love you'll it You'll
0: definitely like it. It's And it's got all these cool, like just the beginning, is that vibe? It That's has a cool. really cool plot. So, I mean, so right. And that right, sounds right, interesting. So right now they're in the second season is airing. So it's on Showtime, so it airs once a week. Sure. So right now, I think the next episode, which will be it airs on Sunday night. So the next episode, I believe, is gonna be episode five. But you can go back and watch the first season and you can find out all this kind of crazy stuff that happens. It's pretty cool. Like mm. I liked it. I watched the whole first season already. And one episode of the second season. So I might watch that when I get home. But anyway, um, uh, the other thing Frank talked about that I wanted to touch on was uh, baseball and beer.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And now that they have a pitch clock, now that the games are a little bit shorter, uh, a few of these teams, the Rangers, the Twins, and what was the other team, Ken? Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks in Arizona. They are now extending – beer time to the eighth inning when it used to be they cut everything off at the seventh inning. Mm-hmm. And I said it, Ken said it, Frank said it. Just have beer the entire game. This, I agree. This bullshit about people driving home and they don't want people to drive drunk, it's a, It's like, like I said to Frank on the air. It would be like saying the bar stays open until 2, but we stop serving alcohol at 12.
2: Yeah. Well, and they don't genuinely like fucking care they just want they just they just don't want anyone suing them so that's why they not and that's the yeah, only yeah. reason
0: because right. as a, the caller called called up and said and, and I looked it up yes somebody sued the guy was served 14 beers <laughs> what in 1999 at giant stadium then went somewhere else i think um the guy said but See, i don't i don't know if i saw that absurd. all 14? i saw all i saw was he had 14 beers and then drove drunk hit a car with a two-year-old in it that got paralyzed. The two-year-old was was paralyzed. paralyzed. The guy was sentenced to five years in prison. Shit, But that could happen with somebody going out to a bar. Right. Why? Just because it's a baseball game or a sporting event that they go, we don't want people driving drunk. What about having a sense of responsibility? But now they say, and it's true, Any bar or or if you serve someone who is clearly drunk, right? That was just what I was about to say. Then you should not. You got to cut them off. So that's why the venue got sued. That yes, that's the thing. Rather than rather than put a cap
1: on the inning of when you can buy, right? Exactly what you just said, right? But use the the discretion of the cashier and say, okay, this guy's.
0: Clearly too fucked. But here's the thing. We're not going to sell him alcohol. But but, but, but but here's the thing. You're paying a cashier how much money you think they're making to work the cash, True. The, the, the concession stand get the, at yeah. Giant Stadium. And you think they're looking at somebody? Now, well, you, you could know. get someone or, or you could hire people specifically to serve beer and just do that and they have to be responsible. I think that's right. the move. But the thing is, how much are they getting paid? That's the whole issue. When well, you're at a bar, you could own the bar. Mm-hmm. You have bartenders that are making X amount of dollars, but they're getting tipped. They have more of a discretion than having to deal with some drunk at a sporting event, which I'm yeah. sure they still have to turn away people. Oh yeah, they I mean, always, even if even if they're not, even if it's the fifth inning, they still, if someone's clearly trashed they're not, by law, they can't serve them. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. So it still goes on anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's got to be some sort of, like, liability in a way that falls on the cashier, like, if you, like the dude true. that sold him 14 beers, bro. Right. Or if they went Jesus. to different people. By the sixth or seventh beer, well, it, that's true, too. Yeah, but still, someone, that's true too, someone's, like, someone's
0: got to see this guy exactly. was too drunk to be drinking beer. If the dude's swearing, we got a to
1: butt yeah. Light, Like Yeah, the, yeah. Like yeah. When, the guy had,
0: the, when the guy had the four, now that's assuming, wait, hold on. But that is also assuming that this guy went up and got every beer. Maybe his friend got him fair. beer. Maybe yeah, somebody else got him that. beer. That's You fair. don't know that it's not the person so there is that as well so let's say the guy's sitting in a seat he never even leaves and his friend is the one buying the beer mm-hmm. you don't know yeah well because i was i was so at, at a the slayer concert i went way. to
2: at, at msg for example they only let you get like two beers at a time. Know, around yeah but so this yeah, guy a this, lot of places are like that this guy i was sitting next to uh like who i kind of like befriended mm-hmm. loki during the concert but like he would. He and his buddy would get up, and then his buddy was the DD. So he would. They would both get two beers every time they would go up, and his buddy would just hand him the two beers. Right, exactly. exactly. And he would drink like that's, all of them, or he'd hand me one of them, maybe. And be right, but like, well, that's you what know. I'm saying. That's so what you I told
1: Frank. Right, you I said don't the even same know thing to Frank. Like, someone can just buy you, <laughs> right, more beers. Like towards the it end, does, it doesn't make any sense. So it doesn't matter
0: anyway, because someone yeah. else could buy you the beer. They're not going to know any anyway. So what's the difference whether it's the seventh, eighth, yeah, the ninth? And, the, the, the 12th inning, what's the difference? And here's another thing, too.
1: The whole, like, oh, well, they could they could leave and they could drive drunk, so we have to put a cap on the innings. If it's a stadium like MetLife where you're driving and parking at it, dude, how many people go back and post-game in the parking lot with more beer that they have in their car? Right. Well, who's course. to say that after that they can't go drive drunk
0: exactly. and fucking get into an accident? Right. So it's it's it, stupid. It, it's just it, it makes no sense. It can happen any day, any time, leaving any bar. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So putting a cap on it at any point in any game, whether it's a football game, baseball, it doesn't matter. It's just it's ridiculous. You you have to have some personal responsibility. Yeah. yeah. And not drive drunk when you're clearly drunk. That's what it comes down to. Exactly. And I was always, the, I, I guess I could say I was a designated driver, but I, I, I said to Ken, there were times when I was on a bar and I was like, "Oh, I gotta drive home. I'm gonna stop now." And I knew yeah. we weren't leaving for an hour and a half, but remember, I'm not a big drinker anyway, mm-hmm. so it was easy for me to do that. Exactly. Um, right. So it, it just doesn't make sense to me, or or it's just nonsense. It's it's like they it's they got sued once, and they don't want it to happen again. And I don't know how long that beer thing with the seventh inning. How long has that been going on for?
1: I don't. Yeah, I did never. As reason. long as, as
0: i you know what I mean.
1: As long as I've been going a game. Because that, like, that I thing can't even
0: that thing that the guy was talking about happened in 1999. Yeah. But I don't know when this whole seventh inning, that cut, cut off seventh inning yeah. started. I mean, it could have probably started... shortly shortly after that. Or I it could have been could have been for 20 years before that. Maybe they That's just did it at football games before. I mean, who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't I don't know. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. All right, we're gonna end it there. We also agreed that. Frank probably would like Phantom of the Opera (laughs) more than the Springsteen concert, because Phantom (laughs) of the Opera has now ended, it's Broadway run being on Broadway since 1988. Mm -hmm. I saw it and I fucking hated it and I fell asleep.
1: But Frank would love it.
0: Frank would love it. And I'm sure he would have preferred that over the Springsteen concert. A hundred percent. Now we had the things, we, we forgot to play these on Friday, the dumb things that Frank said. And this kind of goes along with it, because he did say this again, because on Friday, he denounced Miami, Mm -hmm. and today, he gave Miami accommodation. Yes. Make your mind up. So, this is what he said about Miami on Friday. Well, clearly, Will Smith disagrees with with, um,
1: the assessment by by some of the the neighborliness of
0: Manhattan. (laughs) What? What? Bye. Right. Manhattan? No, 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 no. Hang no, on, no, run no, that back. no, 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 no. How many beers did you drink, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, What was a... Will Smith's song? For... Yeah. The, the song's called My Welcome Manha- to Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to ben Manhattan. Benito, uh, Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. And then this is the other thing that he said that we'll probably have to use at some point. <laughs> I wanna spit upon you. <laughs> Puh. Puh.
2: I want to I, I spit wanna upon you. You. spit upon you. Puh. Puh. reminds me of in uh, whole, in Monty Python and the Holy Grail when, yes. they're, when they're talking to the French guys. <laughs> yeah. And they go, I fart in your general direction. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. I
1: thought of that too. Yeah.
0: yeah Exactly. All right, so that's enough for today. We've, we've said enough. We've done it all. Remember, this is the Darker Side of Midnight, so if you're listening to this, you want to listen to the other side of midnight for the same day of April 17th. And like we end every show, your influence counts. Have your pets spayed or neutered.